Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 12 of the Let's Guide podcast, the ultimate podcast for Google Local Guides. Today, we're trying out something new. It's not an episode where I am talking for 15 or 20 minutes about one specific topic related to Google Maps, but we're having an interview. Yes, indeed, I have a guest on the show today. I hope it will be interesting for all of you, but especially the people who have a link to education might be in for a nice surprise with this interview. Google Maps can be used in very surprisingly creative ways. An excellent example is AdPins, and that's the topic for today. AdPins is an initiative with the motto, putting learning on the map. And in the episode today, we have an interview with Dale Plotsky, the man behind AdPins and more, as you will find out. As usual, I want to point out before we get started that I have no affiliation with Google or the Local Guides team. I'm just a local guide like most of you. Anything I say in the program is therefore my personal interpretation. This episode is recorded mid-September 2019 and is therefore describing the situation as it is today. Might have changed if you're listening at a later date. And before we go to the interview, I want to point out also that it was the first time I did something like this and I have noticed only afterwards that I still need to work on my recording skills, especially when it comes to getting the sound volume right. And it seems there was also a small delay on the line, on the connection, so I know what to work for, uh, on for the next interview episode. Let's get started! Okay, I'm here today in the podcast together with uh, Dale Plotsky, who is the founder of AdPins. Hello, Dale. Hey, Jan. How are you doing today? I'm great. I hope the same uh, for you. Actually, where am I calling you? So I'm currently located right now in beautiful, sunny Lima, Peru. Uh, I'm a Canadian expat. I've been down here for about seven years and it's a wonderful city. Okay, yeah. I already suspected that Plotsky doesn't really sound very Latin American, but the Canadian <laughs> background and even, yeah, probably there's some European roots uh, given away by that uh, name, I think. Um, yeah, I'm an immigrant down here. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, just to point out that the entire Google Local Guides program is very global and there's people uh, very active all over the globe. Uh, what about you in the local guides program? Are you active in any way yourself? Yeah, I'm. am a super local uh, or super active local guide, I should say. Okay. Um, I'm a level. I'm just about to cross level eight, so I'm only about like like literally fifty points away oh my uh, from becoming lo uh, level eight. And I'm pretty sure, Jan, that's the hill I'm going to die on because. Uh, <laughs> After that, it's like, you know, it's, it's exponential, right? So it's yeah. going to be a long time to move off level eight. So I'm going to be pretty happy to probably to plant my flag there. Yeah, that's something to look forward to in the next hours or days, uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, I invited you on the podcast to talk about AdPins, which is uh, a creation you made, a very special use of uh, Google Maps. Could you explain the basic idea behind it, please? 
Yeah. So EdPins is uh, driven by our mission statement. And our mission statement is pretty simple. It's uh, to highlight the beautiful, unique work in every school. And how do we do this? We do that by repurposing a school's Google Maps reviews card. So it's my belief that schools are very complex places uh, and they cannot be rated quite the same way that we would like, let's say, a restaurant or a movie theater. There's just too many too many things uh, going on inside of a school that either make it a great school to be at or maybe not such a great school. So what EdPins is trying to do is to use the review card not as a place to leave that subjective opinion about a school, but rather to turn it into a billboard that okay. celebrates the learning that's happening inside of the school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a very original approach, I would say, based off uh, uh, Google Maps, of course. Um, there's the uh, website that belongs to it, uh, which is edpins.org, I think. And there I noticed that there are four types of pins on the map for the schools. Can you... Uh, explain a bit what that is about. Yeah, so when people are sharing information about their school, we try and categorize it into one of four different areas to kind of help people sort through it all and, and to, to find the information they're looking for. So the first one is called an innovation pin. That's for schools or teachers that are doing really innovative or cool new cutting edge uh, learning practices in their school that they want to share. So if a school is working with like robotics or if a teacher is experimenting with project-based learning, they can share that through innovation pin. The second one is called the service pin. So sometimes schools go out into the community and they do wonderful, beautiful work to, to make their community, community a better place to be. And so, you know, working with senior centers or cleaning up the environment or doing peer teaching, that type of schoolwork can be shared uh, as a service pin. The third one is called the collaboration pin. So sometimes schools are looking to make connections in their neighborhoods. So they want to have uh, other schools connect with them for, let's say, forming a team or something like that. Or they want to actually find volunteers in the community that need their services. So when schools are trying to connect with other people, we call that a collaboration pin. That and the last one. Yeah. The last one is the alumni pin. So mm -hmm. every one of us has gone to school at some point and whether we had a positive experience or not, I'm sure we can all think of one thing that that school experience did to help prepare us for the real world. So oftentimes I feel like schools only ask for money <laughs> from their mm -hmm. alumni, yeah. but by sharing an alumni pin and saying, this is how this school prepared me for life in the real world, we can kind of give back to our school and our alma mater. Yeah, that could bring a lot of valuable information for um, other people using the uh, project or using the Google Maps uh, entry for that school, of course. Yeah. And so, of course, when you actually look at the school, that's for my website where we categorize it. When you look at the, the actual Google Maps entry, they all look the same, but they will say at the start, this is an official EdPin submission innovation pin. Mm -hmm. So that's just written on the review card when the person submits an entry. Yeah. Okay. Um, is Google itself in any way involved in this project? Are you cooperating with people on the Google uh, team? Yeah, I am actually. So okay. this project is actually under the umbrella of something that's called the Google uh, Innovator Program for Education. So mm -hmm. the Innovator Program is 
Uh, it's a, a, an idea incubator program that takes teachers who have ideas to make big impacts in education and helps them develop their idea over time with support of Google. So in 2007, I went to Sweden, actually, Stockholm, and that's where this idea okay. was kind of born and developed at the innovator program that they had there. Okay. And over the past two years, I've been working on it, refining it, and finally we rolled it out about one year ago. And so in that about one year's time, we've had 100 schools participate in EdPins. And our metrics, our impact has been incredible. I don't have the numbers totally 100% off the top of my head right now, but around 40,000 of our reviews have been read and about 100,000 uh, views of our pictures have been seen. So this is a project that is deeply impactful for schools and uh, really has a big effect on what people think about the learning happening inside of a school. Mm -hmm. By now, I think we've made some people curious about what uh, would a school need to do to be part of EdPins. Mm, well, basically, the most important thing is that that school is on Google Maps. Uh, in my experience, living in Latin America and living in the developing world, uh, it is jaw-dropping to know how many schools are on Google Maps. Almost all of them are already on Google Maps. Mm -hmm. Um, so if a school is on Google Maps, then they have the ability to participate in EdPins because we can leave a submission on their reviews page and share it out across the, the network, across the platform. Um, that's a really important feature because, you know, whether it's a wealthy private school or uh, just kind of a one room school in a, a rural area in a developing nation, all schools have the same access and visibility through EdPins. So by sharing learning on this particular network, um, every school is on the exact same footing, which is really important for equity. Yes, obviously. You mentioned before that there's an uh, alumni pin and obviously everyone had, uh, is alumni to some school. Everybody had some kind of education, uh, I think. So, uh, all of our listeners could also help to contribute or help to uh, uh, in some way to the project. Can you explain a bit uh, how they could be involved? Yeah. So the process is pretty simple. All you need to do is head to edpins.org, which you already mentioned. And on our site at the top, there's a button that says submit. So you click on the submit button and there's a form that has uh, that gathers the information about about your school, like what is its name, what was its address, kind of gathers the, the necessary information. And then we give you space to say, what uh, did the school do as an alumni? How did the school help prepare you for life in the real world? And you can write two sentences. You can write a paragraph. Um, usually Google Maps doesn't let you leave more than about a paragraph for review. So yeah. don't go much longer than that. And then once you click hit submit, um, I just review the entries. I make sure that people are talking about education mm -hmm. um, and that they're talking about learning. I'm not saying you have to say the school is the greatest place that you've ever been to in your life. Simply that what you're talking about is about learning. And then we send you your review and you can post it on your school's Google Maps site. Okay, that sounds great. And it's good to hear that not just anybody can enter anything. It's uh, really being, all the input is being monitored by yourself to make sure the quality is high and no, no spamming is going on because that's obviously often a lot of problems uh, in, that, uh, in that point. 
Yeah, but when I think it comes to, you know, when it comes to ed- education, people are surprisingly uh, really really passionate, really, really Mm -hmm. cool about this. So, you know, school is a complex place and people have different experiences, but through the EdPins program, I have not seen one person that's like actively out to, uh, to try and spam a school or anything like that. In fact, this is another really important uh, topic to discuss is oftentimes school reviews are full with all sorts of like crazy negative things that usually students are writing about the yeah. school. So by submitting an EdPins entry and talking about, you know, the learning that's happening there, we can move that to the top to the thumbs up button. And that is what people are going to see about your school first without seeing all that kind of crazy spamming stuff going on. So it's a great way to demonstrate positive digital citizenship. Yeah. Well, actually, that reminds me of a quite funny thing I came across when um reviewing uh, edits made by other uh, local guides there was a suggested category edit for a secondary school and the suggested new category was prison (laughs) so that must have been by somebody who was not really happy spending his or her time at that particular uh, school that sounds like it might have been a teacher as well (laughs) (laughs) i leave that up uh, up uh, to you uh, dale (laughs) I always want to call you Ed because of this Ed pins, but you're Dale, of course. So, <laughs> bit funny here. Okay. Uh, yeah, sounds like a great uh, project, and I think everybody should at least check out edpins.org. But as I have you on the uh, podcast here, I'd also like to briefly discuss another topic that we uh, that you mentioned in the first talk we had, and that's another creative use of Google Maps has to do with surf sites, right? Exactly. So this is in the same kind of uh, ideology as Edpins, and it's about how can we use these map cards to share different types of information about places. So uh, living down in Lima, Peru, uh, this city is absolutely blessed with its access to sea. There's no other capital city on earth that has access to waves like Lima does. So surfing is a huge part of our community here. And one of the things we do is we leave reviews of the surf beaches on Google Maps that explain things like what are the conditions for this uh, place to work. So Mm -hmm. sometimes if like the tide is too high or the wind is is not right, then the wave just will not work at all. Mm-hmm. So we try and leave uh, surf tips about conditions, about hazards, about uh, things to know about that site. And then we share those out over social media with the hashtag local guides surf as well. Wow. So it's very similar in concept to Edpins, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, talking about surf and what, when do you, when should you try and access a particular surf spot? Okay. Is, is your day job working for the uh, uh, tourist office of Lima or? Uh... <laughs> it could be. Yeah, okay. It could be. It's, uh, it's, it's quite the place. Anywhere from 8 to 12 million, depending on what you consider Lima to be, and uh, a whole lot of things to do and check out. So I love to talk about the city where I live. I can imagine only that. Okay, Dale Plotsky, thank you very much for joining me today on the podcast. It was a pleasure having you here. And I hope a lot of people get to uh, know Edpins by listening to this. Uh, Do let us know where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you. Yeah, so through edpins.org, you can contact me through that website or you can find me on Twitter uh, at Dale underscore Ricardo, Ricardo with a CK in it. 
Okay, special Ricardo. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks, Tanya. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye. And that was it. The interview. Please do check the show notes for the podcast, where I will, of course, be mentioning the interesting links that Dale provided. One to the Ed Pins Project website, then his personal blog, and of course, also that list of surf sites for those of you who would like to visit him in lovely Lima, Peru. As I said at the top of the episode, quite an amazing use of Google Maps. If you know of other surprising ways of using Google Maps, don't hesitate to let me know. Perhaps there's future episodes, episode material there. By the way, before I forget, Dale mentions in the interview, which was recorded a couple of days ago, that he was close to level 8. Well, there's excellent news there. By now, he has reached level 8 as he tweeted a uh, couple of days ago. Congratulations on that achievement once again, Dale Plotsky. And with that, it's time for a special section we have in every episode of the Let's Guide podcast. What a great idea! What a great idea refers to Idea Exchange, a section of Local Guides Connect, the official platform that Google provides for local guides. If you have not seen that platform, by the way, or if you have no clue what it is about, listen back to episode 7 of the podcast that was entirely about Local Guides Connect. Anyway, in that Idea Exchange section, you can submit suggestions to improve either Google Maps or Local Guides Connect itself. Other local guides can then vote for your idea if they like it. This time, it's quite a recent one that I picked out by a local guide called Sebas. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. His idea is titled Opportunity to Flag Irrelevant Picks. You might have seen this, that in answering questions, you often get shown two different pictures with the question, which of the two is most relevant? And most of the time, you can clearly say, okay, the left one or the right one. But sometimes, really what you would like to click is none of them is relevant. Both are irrelevant. Well, this is the idea where you can vote if uh, you want to have something like a button to mark them both as irrelevant. Of course, there will be a link in the show notes where you can just go to connect and vote for the idea. And that's all I have for this episode. Do let me know if you like the interview formats, as I already have a few candidates in mind for possible future episodes. You can get on touch, in touch rather, uh, by email, by sending an email to letsguidepodcast at gmail.com. Reach out on Twitter, you can find me there under Local Guides Guru, or of course on Local Guides Connect under my real name, Jan van. I also have a personal blog, janvanhaver.com, where you can find interesting articles, if I may say so, about a lot of things. The show notes for the podcast can be found on letsguidepodcast.com, the homepage. The next episode will be a regular one again on a specific maps-related topic. It should be out in a week or two. Game.
game over.